When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up and good morning, War Report family. Shigat Ike Jones, we are here. And it's the week of the Cal game. The question is, can Auburn limit the explosive plays from this Cal offense. We'll talk about it right here. Y'all know how we do War Report style. Let's drop it on them. You are now now listening listening to to the War Report. Drop! Morning Drop Monday, September the 4th. We're in here. Ike Jones, B. Will, talking a little Auburn versus Cal. It's the week of Auburn versus Cal. B. Will, a few days removed. You still feeling really good? How how are we feeling right now? Still feeling pretty good. I still feel good about my 8-4 and prediction, thinking that's still achievable based on what we saw from the other teams in the conference. But, hey, man, 1-0. It's a good morning. Definitely, definitely a good morning when you can say the the loss column has a nothing burger in it. Uh. Next challenge for the Auburn Tigers is heading heading across country to the great state of California. I don't know if I really want to call it great this week, but it's just to the state of California. They're going out there to face the Cal Golden Bears. Cal put up an impressive amount of yards versus North Texas. Right, We're not going to discount it because it was, quote unquote, just North Texas if we're going to be happy about us beating UMass. Uh, but we are going to say that I think UMass has a better defense than North Texas does. Mm-hmm. So maybe ours is a little more impressive considering that. However, Cal's offense was impressive. And today, as always on Mondays, we're getting into the metric. So metric Monday is what we're going to be calling this. That's Before right. we get into today's metric, we are going to talk about explosives. But I do want you guys to go ahead and share the video. Get some more people involved in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you all. And we will definitely get to your comments after the break. Like the video if you haven't already. And subscribe to the channel if you're stopping through and you like the content that you're hearing. If you hate the content that you're hearing, subscribe to it and tell us why we're bums. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm cool with that. Like, I don't really care if you dislike 
like it. People tell me they don't like me every day. It seems like it. So I'm used to it. Let's get to this conversation, though. Uh, Cal's offense, uh, in my opinion, from looking at the numbers, I've only looked at highlights from the game. I will get into this film. Y'all know I'm going to get into this film for Cal. But from looking at the highlights and looking at the numbers, Cal's offense was able to be explosive versus North Texas. Uh, be well, they had seven plays that were 20-plus yards uh, yeah. from that game. 20-plus yards on seven plays. And a bunch of others that were in the plus 10 range. But just looking at the big explosive plays, seven pl plays with 20-plus yards. Uh, and they did that to score on the 10 scoring drives that they had. Only three of those drives were more than six plays and more than 50 yards. So they didn't really – my point in all that is they didn't really methodically drive the ball down the field right. very often to score. They functioned off of big plays and short fields, right? Yeah. Which, listen, Auburn took advantage of those same things. I thought Auburn showed a propensity, though, an ability to be able to drive the ball down the field a little bit more than what Cal showed in that first game. Any thoughts from you on the explosives from Cal? Because I think, you, have you watched that full game yet, or did you just kind of? I have not. It? I okay. just saw some clips while I was setting up the recording for the film, so have not watched it. All right. I kind of tuned out when I saw that they were struggling with North. I was like, oh, I'm not going to sit and watch this. Because our game was on at the same time. So Auburn game was on. We were going to do halftime postgame, did halftime look at Cal. But when you tell me those are the numbers, and from what I saw for a couple of highlights after the fact, it's clear that they had a couple of, of dynamic players that were just making big plays. Uh, I think mm -hmm. their second-string quarterback came in, and he's a, a scrambling quarterback, and he was able to make some things shake. Now, if you tell me they've got a scrambling quarterback, one that North Texas obviously would not have been prepared for if he was not the starter— or maybe they would have, and they just weren't ready. I'm not sure. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous because I saw our front seven not look elite. That's the, mm -hmm. best, the best way to say that. I don't think we have an elite front seven this year. So discipline becomes paramount when you have a scrambling quarterback who can make plays. We're not talking about a scrambling quarterback who can't hit the broad side of a barn. We're talking about a scrambling quarterback who, if you're going to leave a guy wide open because you're so concerned about the run, then he can hit him. Mm -hmm. If he can do that, then he's dangerous. And many across college football could do that. Is Cal's skilled enough against a quality front seven, which I do think we have. We have a decent front seven. We're going to get more pushback than North Texas, all right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to find the same amount of room that you did with your running backs or for your quarterback. Now, under those circumstances, can our defensive backs keep their, their wide receivers in check? Are their skill position players running wide open? Or uh, is guarding a scrambling quarterback going to leave us vulnerable in some other place? I do not know yet. I don't think we can afford to give up that many big plays, though, because I don't think our front seven really is going to be able to hold up against an onslaught of running, 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 running. They have to be able to get off the field and not mm -hmm. think our offense can take care of the rest, possessing the ball, wearing out their defense. That's got to be the recipe. But the other side for the defense, the flip side is you have to hold it down when you get out there. Get off the field. Give the ball back to the offense. Chill for a minute. The offense is going to hold you down. All right, 2013. That's the only way we would be able to, to stay competitive in these games because our offense would drive the ball down the field. And look at that. You got a wore out defense for the other team. 
a fresh defense for your team, and you can turn out these points whenever you need to. That's the recipe we need to have. Peyton Thorne making some timely throws to move the chains and not necessarily to get big plays, which is what I wonder on our end. Mm -hmm. Are we going to be going for as many big plays and putting our defense back on the field quickly if our defense cannot hold up? That's what I'm interested in seeing for this game. I mean, I think we're going to have an offense that's going to be predicated on however Cal is going to be responding. I do believe, though, that uh, we are going to have a team committed to the run and trying to make sure that we can capitalize on the fact that, in my opinion, we're going to be able to be more physical than Cal up front, specifically along the offensive line. Yeah. Um, speed was – in really the thing I think that, that UMass lacked. Uh, and so we were playing on the fact that we were just, we, we have faster athletes uh, all around the field than they did. Like the way that we were blitzing, the way that we were attacking them um, in the, the, the run game, even where we were outside the tackles a lot, like they were playing the, the speed is really, I think what damaged UMass, even though we were physical, I'm not saying we weren't physical, but yeah, it was speed. Cal's going to have some speed, but the question is, can they match us physically? Right. And uh, we're going to be, I'm going to look for, for that a lot on the film to see physically were they just bullying North Texas? Was it missed tackles? Like what was the thing that was leading right. to a lot of these explosives? You did see a lot of big plays happening in that game. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm going to look at that film and try to analyze and see kind of what caused that because they had some, you know, 65 yard, like there was some, some long uh, runs that were in there that really led to that mix of what you saw from the explosive plays. And they had some explosives in the past game as well, some 20, yeah. 30 yard situations out there. Yeah. So the question is, were there busts going on? Is Cal schematically just better? A lot of missed tackles. That's still something that I need to be able to analyze the film to be able to tell you guys a little more conclusively. And we will definitely do that as we get into those matchups on Wednesday. Wednesday is our day that we really like to dig into the matchups and talk about what the starting lineup is going to look like. And then the Wednesday night show, of course, we get into our more uh, exhaustive breakdown with the entire crew. But today is about the metrics. Again, seven plays with 20 plus yards, three drives, six plus plays and 50 yards. Mm -hmm. Again, did not see... Maybe not even a necessity. I won't say a propensity, but not a necessity. They did have a few drives that were three and out, right? Yeah. They were forced to punt a couple of times. Uh, but I think a big thing and a thing that you just mentioned was they were 50% on third down, right? Right. Um, extending drives uh, was was a big portion of any offense, but they were able to get uh, keep their defense off of the field by extending some of their drives by being good on third down. Now, they mm -hmm. also were not particularly great at holding on to the football. They had, you know, a turnover in the game, but they had some other situations that could have been turnovers. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a defense from us that was opportunistic against UMass to continue to be that this game against Cal. And I think that's going to be a big difference maker in this year's Auburn defense mm -hmm. versus the defense we've seen over the last few years that just wasn't able to generate turnovers. Right. This defense, I mean, listen, DJ James dropped pretty much a sure interception in this yes, game. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, there were two forced fumbles, one of them recovered, and then another interception that was a pick six. This defense had an opportunity to have four turnovers in this game. Mm -hmm. That's a lot in one game. Again, I get it's UMass. I understand that it's UMass, but the principles remain the same that if you can cause havoc up front, then you can make teams make bad decisions and you just need to be there to capitalize them. I capitalize on them. I think this defensive backfield is going to be in position to do that again versus Cal, a team that, again, 
This is me not having watched anything but highlights, and I don't like to make full analysis based on highlights. Mm -hmm. But a team that I think that Auburn will have opportunities to be able to do that because North Texas had opportunities to do that. I don't yeah. think that we're going to be any less in position to do that sort of thing against Cal. Okay. And, and you know what? I'm in agreement with that. You look at how our secondary played, and they looked like the most mature position group on the defense they, they seemed to be in position they knew what they were doing i saw over and over again the replay of the pick six simp knew what he was looking for i yeah. mean he, he he was inside and then and then drifted outside to make sure he cut back around that receiver and and pick off that play the the secondary is going to be a strength but we knew that coming in we knew the, the, the secondary was going to be strong the real question is how good is their offensive line versus our defensive line? Because what I don't want to see is them being able to break off four or five yards of run. That's right. what I don't want to see. Now, UMass, we were able to tamp that down. But like, all right, that's enough of that. Can we do that against Cal? Because we're talking about the explosives that they could come with or a scrambling quarterback. But listen, man, if they can option game with the running quarterback and the running back and get four or five yards of run, then they won't need explosive plays. They can tire out our defense, who right now is still a work in progress on the front seven, and then we got a shootout, which I'm more confident in, in us winning because I think we'll have the better running game and offensive line. But I don't want to be in a situation where we're out out west at, at midnight in a shootout. Like that's not yeah. that's not common for for us for Auburn for for these athletes being up that late. Not that that's necessarily a factor. I think when you play in the game, I'm sure your body just kind of takes over and you're ready to play, but. That's not what I want to do. I want to go out there and control the game from start to finish. Offensive line, run game, defense, take advantage of those opportunities like you mentioned because I do think that their quarterback will give us some. I, I saw an elite from neither quarterback. Neither quarterback is elite. I did not see elite. If you're not elite, he can make mistakes. He can be pressured. And we did see that we were good at sending some pressure. Yeah. Different places, different guys. That bodes well for us. We should be able to keep them under control. Yeah, so th that's the, I think that's going to be the big thing is continuing to cause havoc, right? Like mm -hmm. this this defense, and this is what I was expecting to see from a Ron Roberts defense, a defense that's going to come at you and give you blitzes in a multiplicity of ways. They're going to be bringing guys. They found something that worked with that star position. I definitely am going to be doing some specific breakdowns when we look at the star position when we do our film breakdown. I'm going to try to get that to you guys who are members today. Be looking out for your notifications. I know everybody wants to try to set you know, a timer for, hey, what time are you going to be going to set your notification bell so you know when I'm going to be doing the live members. We'll try to send out something to let you know, but get those notifications ready so that we can get that um, set up for you guys. The film breakdown is going to be good. I've got some great things in store for you. I've had an opportunity to rewatch that game, and we're going to talk about ways that we have been attacking so far. And then when we get to the end of the week, once I get a chance to break down the Cal film, I'll look at some stuff that I think that we could take advantage of in that respect on both offense and defense. Anyway, yeah. looking forward to seeing the havoc that we're going to cause uh, on the defensive side of the ball, just because I'm confident in the game planning that this team seems to come up with. They, you talked about the JSM interception, right? Mm -hmm. He, he knew where he was supposed to be based upon this is how the alignment is right now. Mm -hmm. We know that we're bringing Keontae Scott. Shout out to my boy Keontae Scott for mm -hmm. bringing the pressure coming there off of the star blitz. And he knew, all right, cool. This is how they're lined up here. He see he and I, I listened to him talk about this in the post game. He saw the guy drifting, and so he knew the route was likely going to be an outbreaking route. So he just mm -hmm. undercut it, yeah. right? Because he knew the hot read to that side. If quarterback sets up looking that way, the hot read is to this man. 
likely it's going to be an outbreaking route based upon the leverage he undercut it. And, and Simp's got wheels like that. He's like, all right, cool. If I can get there, this is me. Mm-hmm. House. Yep. So yep. it's a combination of understanding what you're supposed to be looking at based upon what they've shown on film mm-hmm. and, and their tendencies and understanding what your defense is and the leverage that you've got. I like what they were able to do with that. That shows me that that's a prepared defensive secondary who's been watching film and understanding how teams like to attack certain right. types of pressures. So definitely looking forward to seeing what they've got cooked up for Cal. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing improvement from these. From these. I wonder if we learned something about our linebacker rotation. Then we find the guys we want to find. And I'm looking forward to your breakdown on yeah. film of that to see how we look exactly. Because, again, I think I say this on the post game, but, man, it's hard to watch our def- defenders when you're watching the ball snap, their offense. Looking right. at the result of the play, I want to see what guys were doing pre-snap, for sure, how they got to the ball or didn't get to the ball. I'm, I'm looking forward to see that before we can make some, some strong determinations about our chances in the front seven against Cal's. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now, here's the rest of your morning drop. Drop! Now, everybody's in good spirits going into the Cal game. We want to hear what you all are buzzing about right now in the comments section right here. Morning drop. We're going to start it off with AU Alum 94 who says, I'm going to need to schedule my Saturday carefully for a 1030 Eastern kickoff. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's yeah. going to be rough. We, we we are trying to work out how that coverage is going to be post-game. Don't think for a minute we will not be here post-game for you all. We will be. However caffeinated we need it to be, we will be here. But, yes, we are feeling your pain as well. That is a, a late kick. It's a late yeah. kick. Shout out to Josh uh, Pate. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Josh Kate for the hate for that. But yeah, I don't know um, what it's going to – I might just take a nap, man. I might just be an old man and take a nap. And wake back up a couple hours before the kickoff if my son allows me to do that. <laughs> Hopefully he'll allow me to take a nap, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how that day progresses. Uh, so Nina jumps in and says, I thought the defense was garbage for both teams. Speaking of Cal and North Texas. Um, that's one thing I ta- I com- commented, excuse me, to be Will about before we got on here early in that game, North Texas was actually able to do some things, move the ball. Um, You know, listen, we didn't start out particularly great on defense either, but uh, they did give up a second score instead of just the one score early. Um, And North Texas was able to score 21 points on them. And it was relatively close. It was within a single score for the vast majority of that game, getting into late third quarter is when they started to pull away. Uh, as far as Cal is concerned. So that does give me some hope for the fact that the Cal defense, as opportunistic as they were, I think they forced three turnovers in that mm-hmm. game. Uh, one of them was a late interception, though, against the the backups, right? So the two right. turnovers against their primaries. Uh, as opportunistic as that defense was for Cal, I think that Auburn has an opportunity here to go up there 
uh, and choke the clock away on them and make sure that we can keep our defense fresh, as you mentioned, but also get into a position if we can force them into some three and outs, which North Texas was able to do, force mm-hmm. three and outs, uh, we can keep the score at a comfortable distance and just continue to score even if our defense isn't lights out. Right. Yeah. Hopefully that's the recipe. I mean, again, I have more confidence in this coach and this staff doing what makes sense for the team. Something that Hugh Freeze said when he talked about run yards versus pass yards and balance. And he said, well, if you've got a box with the extra man, I'm not going to keep running into that box. That's not very smart football. And I kept thinking, (laughs) you watched us the last year? (laughs) We ran into (laughs) 10-man boxes. We're going to run no matter what. It's going to happen. Like, right. Thank you, you Freeze, just for, for doing something that makes sense. I, I think a lot of, of what has been mismanaged here for the last few years, not just two under hearts, but also the last years of Gus, was doing the same things, predictable play calling, doing things that you knew the, the defense could be prepared for. I don't think we're in that era anymore of, hey, this is who we are, so we're just going to do it no matter what. No, man, you can do something different. And I have confidence that our our staff is going to put us in position to take advantage of the other team's expectations and their weaknesses and not just do what we want to do because that's who we are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a game plan that's specific for this team and how we're going to attack them and not just say, I like this play, we're going to run it. Oh, okay. Does that work (laughs) against this defense coach? All right, all right then, all right. (laughs) Uh, Otis Smith says, just play Auburn football and we walk away with a winner, 2-0. and oh. I'm not sure we even know what Auburn football is this year. Um, yeah, but Auburn football has changed a little bit, but we're going to see. <laughs> hey, listen, as long as we are able to go out there and handle business, I agree with this 100%. Um, I do think that we have the athletes and I think that we have the coaching staff to be able to go and compete in this game. Not just compete, but win this game. But I, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think we can compete in any game based upon the athletes that we have and the coaching that we have strategically. The question is just going to be execution, right? Are we going to be able right. to execute at a high level? I liked the execution for the most part in this first game. And I am, I'm sorry when you go watch the film, I am going to point out some stuff and people are going to swear I'm nitpicking on, on certain players. It is what it is. I didn't, I didn't make them play that way on that particular play. It just happened to be the way that it was. And we will definitely talk about it when we get into the film, but yes, we should be able to walk away with the victory and uh, hopefully we will be able to do that. Yeah. A U alum gets back in here and says QB Ben Finley is not a dual threat, which I think is very good news for us. They do Was have to change the pace quarterback, but Ben okay. Finley is the starting quarterback for gotcha. them. Is gotcha. this the same Ben Finley that was at NC State? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look that up. We'll look it up later. That's yeah. a good question, though. Um, but yeah, so their their primary primary quarterback. They have a very similar situation to us, in which mm-hmm. their uh, their starting quarterback is a guy who's not as mobile, can move a little bit, right? Like, don't mistake him for not being a D one athlete that can get out if you're going to give him space to go pick up some yardage. But he's not the athlete that the other change of pace quarterback is. That's a little bit more of a dual threat, a, a lot more of a runner than he is a passer. So very similar in the way that they have their QB structure set up. They're willing to go and interchange quarterbacks to bring in a different change of pace. Uh, so it is going to be interesting to see how Ron Roberts decides to combat that when they switch those quarterbacks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that is good news for a team that likes to blitz to be able to get after a quarterback. Um, someone says, yes, it is in the, in the chat that that is yeah, see, Drake, Drake barefoot saying that is him. So, okay. Same guy. All right, cool. And they so weren't I, good last year. So hey, yeah, I, I, listen, I, I thought Ben Finley was a decent quarterback. Uh, you know, he's definitely got a lot of experience, so they're, they're not bringing in a quarterback who's not 
used to being able to play big boy ball, uh, but he wasn't someone that I thought was particularly great at NC State either. So um, interesting. All right. Now I know a little bit more of what I'm looking at and should expect from that quarterback. Having said that, uh, Jazzy Joe, our guy Jazzy says, are we going to see McLeod this game? He didn't play in the last game. They, he was available to play. Uh, so he was listed as available in the game. He did dress out. I do think that if he's progressed the same way he did from the beginning of last week, where he was being held out of practice to being available on Saturday, that there's a good chance that he should be available to play this week. Um, I do still think that it's likely going to be a sub package thing where he's not going to be an every down type of guy. Right. Uh, but it is, I, that is the other point that I, part, part of this that I think that's going to be interesting for this team is what did we find out about our guys and who is going to get the vast majority of snaps based mm-hmm. on how they played in this game? Um, you know, I heard a lot of people were upset at Elijah McAllister. I actually didn't think Elijah had as bad a game as a lot of people thought that he did. Now, he did miss some opportunities, uh, but I don't think that he had a bad game. A lot of people were like, he's not the answer. Uh, not not there yet with Elijah McAllister like some people are. Uh, I did like what I saw from the young kid, uh, Falk, Falk, when he was yeah. in there in um, – backup duty now he wasn't playing at the jack position he was playing at the defensive Defensive end end. Mm -hmm. Uh, but i did like what i saw from him it could i could see scenarios in which they instead of having a pass rushing jack they go with a more traditional forefront and let Mm -hmm. falk run the other side yeah uh, which i think would be interesting but i am looking forward to seeing how they decide to mix it up in that front four um, as we get into this game but to answer the question Potentially, I think there's a chance that we see McLeod. The uh, press conference is today, so be looking out later on today. We'll have that press conference up on our channel, and hopefully we have some answers on availability. That's usually when they're going to start talking about that sort of thing. For sure. Hey, you alum, 94 jumps back in. Got us stuff that running back, Ott Kid. he went off last week. Yes, he ran for like 190-something yards in the first yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, um, big game. But, but again, he had like one run for like 65 yards. Right. So yeah. it wasn't as if he was just like he was he broke off some long runs. So I I go back to limit the explosives. Right. So right. Make him earn it five, six yards at a time, as opposed to letting him get, uh, you know, a couple of big runs out there. I think our team speed on defense is going to be different than North Texas team speed. Mm-hmm. We talked about how different our defense looked without our main linebacker in there. Yeah. Be will pointed this out. Who was the main linebacker for North Texas last year in the interior? Larry Nixon the third. Larry Nixon the third, no longer on that team. He is on Auburn's team this year. It's yeah. not easy to replace your run stopper. Yeah. Not easy to replace that guy. Especially, and, and this is no disrespect to North Texas, but especially at a school like North Texas, Texas, yeah. they're not just getting the pick of the litter of whatever linebacker they want. Mm-hmm. So you take away one of their primary run stuffers, a guy who is from a fit and you know gap integrity. He was he was a tackling machine for them last year. You get that guy off of that team, that defense is going to look a lot different against the run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we got our opportunity, and that makes me wonder now. Again, I can't wait to look at the film now because I'm I'm wondering, well, what was missing? I saw different linebackers. They were definitely cycling guys in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asante, you saw the energy. You saw the effort when he got to the ball. Also, I saw Larry Nixon on the field. He got some snaps. Now, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't – I'm trying to catalog the snaps I saw him get, but I want to see how good he was uh, last week because I definitely wonder if one of those spots could be up for him. I mean, hey, we know he can tackle. 
Mm-hmm. If nothing else, he can tackle because those numbers from North Texas last season proved it. So I'm interested to see what we do at linebacker to combat a, at the very least, a competent run game from Cal. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But I do think that we have, again, the athletes to be able to attack it a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Big time super chat coming in here for our guy, Jazzy Joe. Ooh. He said he will super chat 100 every time our kick returner returns a kick across the 50 and 200 for every kick or punt return for a touchdown. Okay, for the Jazzy. Rest of the season. We appreciate that. All right, I might need to send uh Brian Batty, Batty. Uh, uh yeah, a care package. Send Deontay him a care package Scott. right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching. Yes, sir. If you're watching. We got to get this done. I know y'all appreciate that. I, I know y'all are friends of the program. We've had both of you all on here, we've had Batty at the fireside. We've had Keontae Scott on interviews. Most, if y'all watch it, come on, man, let's get this money, baby. Let's do it. You know what I'm talking about. Steve Bradley jumps in with the chat. He says, "I was impressed with only three penalties Saturday. Somebody's doing some good coaching. What say ye? You, you know, that's that's a definite difference, especially with the tempo, right?" You're getting tempo. You're hurried getting lined up. That means guys have to be lined up correctly, quickly. That means mm-hmm. offensive linemen have to be set, but not moving too soon, anticipating the snap and moving quickly. That is tremendous training. That is tremendous discipline. Now, we do have a, a senior-laden offensive line as part of it. Mm-hmm. All right, we also have a high-operation uh, – uh, not senior, I think he's technically a junior, but Peyton Thorne, he's a quarterback, but he's an experienced quarterback. And that's part of what Hugh Freeze liked so much. You get a guy in here who understands how to get to your next set quickly, how to help guys get lined up, communicate those calls. You got seniors across the board to help you get lined up. That's value. And we found a lot of that in the portal. So credit to the staff for getting the guys in who knew who they knew could execute what they wanted to execute. I think it's been tremendous so far. Surprised we didn't get um, – I don't want to say one or two. We probably could have gotten hit with some ticky-tack calls but we didn't and that's uh, refreshing as well i felt like we got hit with a lot of ticky tack secondary calls last year and even the year prior so um hopefully we can continue with hey let them play but don't let us get you know out of out of hand with it but yeah let, let the guys play hopefully that can continue but we look good we look disciplined very very small amount of penalties yesterday not yesterday but saturday yeah, the pre-snap procedural stuff is the things that I think shows a lack of discipline. You know, holding is one of those things that just kind of happens in the moment. Uh, but if you're not getting false starts, if you're not lining up improperly, didn't see any of that, right? And so that's a thing that I'm looking forward to seeing how it translates on the road, right? Because that that road, you know, I'm not by any means think that Cal has some intimidating environment, but it still is a road game. It's a hostile environment. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of juice in the building just because it's an SEC school coming to town and everybody's chomping at the bit to try to prove that they're better than the SEC. So Auburn needs to go and represent, by the way, right? the ACC right now is handling business against the SEC. I don't want to talk about it, man. I don't want to talk about it. You know, we'll we'll talk, we'll talk, definitely going to get into that when we get over here into the amen corner, because, mm. you know, even though Florida didn't play an ACC school, you know, we got to talk about all the SEC stuff and definitely got some things to talk to my guy Kenny about. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good conversation. Good yeah. combo. Good combo. Uh, 
Sub-Zero251 says, War Damn Eagle fam, snuck on at work to say good morning to my War Report family. We'll check out the replay later. We appreciate that appreciate very much. That, Always appreciate folks coming through to say what's up to us. Um, A. Dietz is going to be the neighbor that everybody loves, and he says the neighbors are not going to be happy with the huge blow-up screen in the backyard going into Sunday morning. May have to put the post-game War Report on it. After the game, <laughs> <laughs> make sure you get some complaints in the neighborhood chat. <laughs> hey man, we appreciate you supporting us. I yeah. I say make an event out of it, man. That's that's what okay. you got to do. I don't want to be sleep on the sofa at halftime, so I'm I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure I am up and active and enjoying this game. Um, we we don't get this opportunity. It's unique. How often do you get to kick at nine and and play till one a.m.? You know what? Yeah. We're gonna have a time with it. It's going to be something. We're going to have to figure out how to make that definitely an interesting situation. Uh, But look forward to uh, whatever we're going to do. I know we have some things in the works potentially, so we'll be making announcements about that later on. Uh, But that's it, man. We are going to get out of here this morning. We will be back at you all tomorrow with another morning drop again. Members, hit your notification bells. Make sure that you know when we are going to go. Drop!